Hey guys, welcome to this week's Microgreens Q&A episode. Thanks a lot for being here with me today. This is the part of the podcast where I answer your Microgreens questions every week. We've got a great question coming in today from Joey. Before we get to that, I want to give a shout out to TrueLeafMarket.com. TrueLeaf Market stocks a vast array of really high quality and well-priced microgreen seeds and equipment. Since starting the podcast, I've been able to create a really close relationship with the guys there and I'm completely confident in recommending their microgreen seeds and equipment. They've also been generous enough to create a special offer for all of the listeners of the Microgreens Entrepreneur Podcast and that offer is a 5% discount. All you have to do to avail of this is type in the code MGE5 at the checkout. The code again is MGE5. Here is today's question from Joey. Hi, my name is Joey Esposito. I'm from Portland, Oregon, United States, and I've been researching microgreens for a couple of months now. I'm ready to bite the bullet and uh, start moving forward with developing this business, just getting my plans in order. I'm just curious, how do you deal with mold? If you do have problems with um, your batch that's coming in, how do you deal with clients? Do you always make excess just in case you lose a tray so that you could still make your orders? Um, have you ever grown too much where you had to throw some away because they spoiled? I can go on and on, but just so you know, I'm locked into your podcast. I'm going to go on my computer and sign up for your newsletter right now. And I'm really excited uh, to hear you talk about this more. Thank you so much. This is Joey Esposito from Portland, Oregon, signing off. Hey Joey, thanks so much for the question and thanks a million for using the SpeakPipe voice note link. Alright, so first off for Mold, if you haven't listened to episode 10 already, go back and have a listen after this. I go through pretty much everything I know about Mold and preventing it. Now to answer your question Joey, do I always grow extra in case something goes wrong with a batch? Well I do. The majority of my business is made up of selling to restaurants and they're weekly recurring orders so you don't want to be letting them down. You want to be able to provide what you've committed to providing every week. And the same goes if you're providing a subscription service to the public. You don't want to be letting those customers down either. I also supply some grocery stores and occasionally a farmer's market. The good thing about growing for grocery stores and a farmer's market is that you'll naturally have a lot of extra product because of this. And now this might not be the case for everyone, but the grocery stores that I supply don't mind if I bring them 5 boxes a week or 25 boxes a week. I'm sure they'd prefer that there was always some product on the shelf for people to buy, but they don't order a certain amount each week off of me. The stores that I supply let me stock them on a sale or return basis, which means that if the product sells, I get paid and the grocery store takes a percentage of the price too. The deals that I've worked out with the grocery stores is 80% goes to me and 20% goes to the store. This is really a much better cut than you'd be getting if the store was to make an order from you and buy your product from you before they actually sell them. Typically a grocery store will only offer about 50% of the value of the product if this is the case. They're the ones taking the risk. So by doing sale or return you can negotiate a higher cut because you're the one taking the risk of your product not being sold. But after a few weeks of being stocked in a grocery store you'll be able to get a feel for the amount that's selling each week so you shouldn't have much waste. So then because you're not committed to the amount you bring to the grocery stores and you're also not committed to the amount you bring to a farmer's market. If something was to go bad with a tray, I would always make sure to serve my subscribed customers, I suppose you could call them. Customers who've opted in to buy the same amount of product off you every week. I would always try and serve them first and then bring what's left to the grocery stores and the farmer's market. Now if you're just starting out like you are, and if you only have one restaurant customer and no grocery stores and no farmer's market, definitely grow double. 
Actually, I would grow triple the amount you need just to be sure. This will also help you get a feeling for what it's like to grow more at one time. And then you ask, what do I do with the excess or the leftovers? Well, if you just had one customer or a small customer base and you've grown double or triple the amount and they all turned out good, you didn't lose any trays, I would get out there with the extras, start giving away free samples to restaurants to try and get more business, give them away to your friends or your family, your neighbours, or go to a grocery store and do a sampling and give them away for free to shoppers. Make people aware of your product. That's marketing. The more you give away, the more that will come back to you in the future. And another thing you can always do is you can always eat them yourself. Stacy and myself eat them pretty much with every meal. So we put them in smoothies and we really put them on everything. We're big believers in the health benefits of them. We think they're great. So I hope this helps. Thanks again for the question, Joey, and best of luck with your new business. Thanks a million to you too for listening. And if you would like to ask a question that could possibly feature on the show in the future, head on over to microgreens entrepreneur forward slash ask and you can ask directly on that page. If you are interested in starting a microgreens business and you're wondering what the first steps are in doing that, I've created a free ebook for you, a beginner's guide to starting a microgreens business, which grows through all the steps you need to take from ordering your supplies all the way to making your first sale. And you can get that at microgreensentrepreneur.com forward slash ebook. And I'll leave a link for that in the show notes too. So thanks again for listening. And I'm looking forward to helping you again on next week's episode. Take care.